Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. So without further ado, let's proceed. One for the party, baby, pop on the road, drumming, knock back a drink, there's nobody home. Welcome back to the Outsider Social Club. I'm your master of ceremonies, Drinks with Ron, and I'm much too close to the mic. Usual rules apply for the crew and the audience. You drink if you hear a dog, or a cat, or a bong, or Coley snorts. The over-under for audibly hearing different dogs on the pod is 1.5, so you drink if you hear more than 1.5 dogs. Speaking of over-unders, let's go to the godfather of drinks, Troy. What do you have on tap for tonight's very special episode? I It's been great to be with you guys for the last year. Frankly, it seems like uh, the over-under for drinks should always be lower than higher. Yes, frankly, hmm. it's going to be a healthy podcast. And also, don't ever, don't ever drink too many things because why would you? What's your what's you? You may have noticed the poor audio quality. That's because Troy's on location this week, which begs the question, Where in the world is Troy getting hammered? And the answer to that recurring bit here on the Outsiders Social Club is Cleveland. Cleveland. As I said, this is the Outsiders Social Club, not just one of the shows on our podcast, Network, but it is the crown jewel here on the Half-Ass Podcast Network, a network who strives to bring you entertaining content year-round on a bi-weekly basis. All that content may be free to consume, but it doesn't find its way into your feed free of charge. That's why we're asking for your help. If you'd like to support this fountain of original content, you can visit our Venmo at RJT243. Again, that's RJT243. And once you're there, you'll see the half-assed podcast logo. You know, Ron, it's been a heck of a year. We've seen Doug come on and try to be funny, and he really wasn't very funny. And also, we saw the return of Debro, who's too busy having babies instead of doing podcasts, which is, you know, a choice. But yeah, shout out to Odie. Our friend Samuel came by and talked about sumo wrestling. As, as no kids... No pets and no plants. We can say that uh, mm. look forward to year two of the outside of social club. Mostly you find that uh, hanging out with our friends is the way to go. We like that. We want to do that some more. Also, if you would like to be our friend, contribute early and often, and we'll get you on the podcast as well. That's right. This podcast can be pay to play, but it's also a drinking game for the crew as well as the listeners if they choose to play along. But it's more than just that. We also have a large crew of podcasters on the roster and often have guests on as well. With that in mind, we're going to introduce our first member of the Outsiders Social Club crew, Yikes Mountain, to talk about the guests that we've had on this year. Thanks, Ron. We've had some pretty great guests on the OSC, from people who you may already know to people you should definitely know. Banter till we run down the list. Don't right read that part. Right. Stage direction. <laughs> well, that's why I'm checking. It did say we'd had some pretty, pretty great people. And you definitely should know all of these great guests that we had on the Outsider Social Club starting in January. Yikes Mountain, who was the first guest on the new pod after it was rebranded? Ron, our first guest of the new year was a gentleman named Jim C., ah, who has yes. gone into country music in this new era of country music. Yeah, an old friend of mine switching genres, hoping he can gain a little bit of traction. And that's a dog. That'll be a drink. Um, and who, who did we follow up uh, the Jim Seam episode with? Well, Ron, we followed up with Sid and Lauren, who I believe were friends of our uh, good friend Troy who uh, basically we compared notes on 
music over the past few decades and realize that we're all completely washed. Yeah, a couple of college-age girls, and man, did I feel old. But there were some classic moments on that episode I don't want to give away too much because we will be touching on some of those later. But let's just say I, I'm not sure how much of that episode you remember, Yikes. Um, no comment, Ron. <laughs> well done. Uh, we took a little break from guests and, and came back in April with another old friend of mine. We came back with Timmy T, who uh, raised his own hemp and had uh, nice thoughts on the struggles of doing such in the state of Wisconsin and other places. Yeah, and, and another another tease I will throw out there is we did get some classic sounders out of that episode. I'll just say without giving it away, Tim has a very distinct laugh. This is correct, Ron. <laughs> then... In a surprise turn, we, we actually brought someone back to podcasting. Who was next on the docket? That would be Debro, who is an internet friend of ours, who I believe did podcast time with uh, our good friend um, uh, Joe Vegas during the pandemic. Uh, we uh, Some of us, most of us only know her via Twitter, and so we reintroduced her to podcasting life via the OSC podcast. And that's actually the first episode that we ever named with artificial intelligence. So that that was good. Was it? It was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Samo was brought on as a surprise guest. And man, what what a great addition he was to the crew this year. If you could have one person come on your podcast and talk about Sumo, it would be a guy named Samo. And to tease some another future uh, shenanigan here on the Outsider Social Club. Let's just say that Samo's got a very big hand in the upcoming parade adventure. But He's a larger-than-life guest, Ron. That is true. And that brings us to our next set of guests, and the first to come on, uh, not, not the first to come on as a pair, but the first married couple to come on the podcast, Mark and Andy. Well, we had a, a couple from Idaho, uh, who are friends with our friend Troy once again to come on and talk about Pride Month uh, and in general just random shit, Ron. And another another very good episode. Definitely recommend going back and listening to that one if you didn't catch it. But from there we went back to more old friends of mine and we brought on a comedian. Uh, who, who'd we have, yikes? Well, this would remind me of the Doug episode. And I can't remember his last name. Uh, Fager. Fager, correct. Which would be easier to pronounce if it had a V at the front. <laughs> but nonetheless, we had Doug on, who is uh, currently crisscrossing his way throughout the continental United States, or at least parts of it, uh, doing something we like to call comedy. And he's very heavy in the roast battle community where that is correct. He does like to roast. And yeah, very. And, and from what I understand, has she still waiting on that set of Christmas lights? But from there, we did the trifecta of the cinephobe crew. Uh, who started off that run? Uh, that would be Zach Harper, Ron, um, a great basketball analyst. Uh, um, one of the three-headed monsters of Cinephobe, uh, truly enjoying gentlemen, and was inspiration for what ended up becoming a future parade in New Orleans. That was a great, great pitch by by uh, Zach Harper, and and it's uh, unbelievable that that is coming to fruition. And then we had my personal favorite from the Cinephobe crew. Uh, we followed up with Amin El Hassan. Yes, Ron, it was very, very exciting to have somebody as legendary and talkative as Amin Al-Hassan. Um, I really don't know if we had kept going in the podcast, if he would have stayed on for three days. <laughs> very funny, very engaging, and, and really great back and forth with the crew. Um, the guy definitely likes to pursue a bit. 
But then just recently, we finished up the Cinephobe trifecta uh, with Anthony Mays. We did, Ron, the last half of the trifecta and an amazing producer in the world of podcasts. We did manage to piss him off with some corn questions, which was one of the highlights of the year for me. I would also say that I'm guessing that the University of California, Santa Cruz, probably has an NPR station and you might want to donate to it. (laughs) Make sure you say it that way when you donate. Well, we followed up Anthony Mays fresh off of his uh, Dan Lebitard show, Suey Award win with executive producer of the Greg Cody show, Yeti Blanc. Ron, this was a big one. One of the nicest people on Twitter. Uh, congratulations on his big win at the Sueys. Uh, uh, incredible fan of baseball and specifically the Seattle Mariners. And I would say just roundly one of the best people I've met on the internet uh, in the past five years. All of those accurate statements. And here on the Outsider Social Club, we do pride ourselves on accuracy. But then we're going to close out the guest list with one of our recurring guests, hopefully, uh, a guy that comes back almost every trivia night, Rob Snow. Man, you got to love Rib. Rib's a good guy. I'll take a McRib sandwich on trivia night any night. Oh, wait, his name is Rob? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, yikes. We've had some great guests with many more to come. And as fun as those guests are, we know how to have a good time without them, as evidenced by the many, many great theme episodes we've had in the last year. So now we're going to bring on another member of the Outsiders Social Club crew, Coley, to talk a bit about those special episodes. That's right, Ron. It's been a fun year around here. You know, it really has. We, we like to have fun. We we've, do. We've, and we've had some great episodes. Um, did you have that list? Should we run down and talk about some of the great theme episodes we've had? Ron, I think we should run down the list. Let's do that. Okay. So we had the Hanks draft. Oh, yes. And that was when we were drafting Tom Hanks movies. So that was, that was, a, that was a good time. There was a bevy of movies to choose from. Yes. Uh, then we got a little vulgar, and we had a piece of shit movie quote draft. Yeah, for those that haven't seen that one, what that is is you take a famous quote from a movie, and at the end you add, you piece of shit to the quote. Good time. Definitely go back and check out that episode. Then uh, that was in February, so I, I believe, uh, what did we start at the beginning of March? Well, Ron... If you're a fan of basketball, the crew did a March Madness Brackets. That is correct. We actually did uh, two of them, one one quite accidentally. Um, the TV Neighbors draft was our, our the 32 famous TV Neighbors head-to-head. And, and then Hashi uh, surprised us with the, the mustache uh, brackets where there was actually 64 great mustaches and much consternation among the crew and the mm. listeners. Very popular. That was fun. It was fun. Um, we, we continued with some sports talk and we did a non MLB team name draft, Ron. Yeah. That'd be the beginning of April, which I'm told is, is when the sports begin there, that baseball in April. And yeah, there's some very fun minor league and foreign names that uh, it was just fun. I guess we do really like sports around here because then we followed that up with an NFL draft. Oh, yes. Yes, this, this is becoming an annual event here on the Outsider Social Club, the NFL draft. And, uh, and not to be outdone, I believe we added one more draft. We did. There's another sport out there. And we did an NBA draft, professional basketball. That was fun. That was fun. And I think maybe my favorite episodes from the year um, is actually something we're going to be doing quarterly. That's right. Just like a pledge drive, every three months, we're going to have trivia night. 
I think trivia is my favorite episode. The, the crew comes together. Everyone gets to choose their own theme of questions they'd like to ask. And then uh, we set a 30-second timer, and everyone fires off guesses. And, and hopefully you get a right answer before the 30-second timer expires. Mm -hmm. It's fun. We had a ringer, I remember, Rob, our guest. He seemed to get every single trivia question correct. And hopefully, it's very frustrating. Hopefully, we will also be getting him to be recurring with the quarterly trivia nights. They kind of go hand in hand at this point on the Outsider Social Club. And Coley, before we close out this segment, do you have a favorite uh, themed episode from the season? Well, Ron, thank you so much for asking. I do enjoy the trivia draft, and I can't help but reflect back on what my topic was. Because I love the Muppets so much, and we got to talk about them the entire evening. Well, thanks, Coley. That was a fun jaunt down memory lane. It's been a great year of content, but all that content isn't free to make. There's beer, booze, drugs, and a sound effects machine. And speaking of that sound effects machine, it was funded, in part, due to generous contributions from our dozens and dozens of listeners. So if you'd like to contribute to the shenanigans that go on around here, visit our Venmo. That is RJT243. Again, that's RJT243, and you'll see the Half-Assed Podcast logo. So let's bring in the next crew member, Hashi, to talk about all the fun that, that little board brings to the show. That's right, Ron. That little board does some heavy lifting on the OSC podcast. It sure does. We're really getting mileage out of that thing. The Arnold Schwarzenegger of technology, Ron. That is true. What What are some of the sounders that we uh, play on the Outsider Social Club podcast uh, as, as the opportunities present themselves? Well, the first sounder that we're going to talk about is uh, thanks to Gritty Kitty Kitty Litter. And that is All My Cats. Like sands through the hourglass. These are All My Cats. All My Cats, sponsored by Gritty Kitty Kitty Litter. Because references. We get a surprising amount of mileage out of the cat sounder. A lot of cats here. The corner sounders are a nice, I guess we'd call those corner sounders some donut copy, where we're able to insert a new word and, and reuse them, because we're, we're all about reusing here on the Outsider Social Club. Do you have That's a favorite right. of the corner sounders? Uh, I would have to say it would be the poetry corner, uh, hearing the haikus of the mm. dulcet tones from Troy is always, always quite pleasant to the eardrums. And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive, Poetry Corner. Yeah! I'm actually a bit partial to the banjo corner sounder, which was the original one. Yeah, Ron, now that you mention it, I don't know if I've ever heard the banjo sounder in all very my rare. years of listening to the OSC. Yeah, very rare. And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive, Banjo Corner. Yeehaw! What isn't a rare use are our comedy sounders, the... Timmy T. Laugh, <laughs> the game show loser sound effect. And of course, the rim shot, which runs the gambit of any any joke that could be used on the show. They are pretty good, Ron. They seem to cover everything from A to Z. Bad jokes, fails, just blatant misses. Good jokes, bad jokes, dad jokes. We've got a sound for all of them. And of course... The Timmy T sounder was from our guest, Timmy T, uh, coming on being super high and having a very stoned laugh. It was it was just too good not to clip it and work it into the rotation. Yes, it was, Ron. Really something that stuck in my brain, and I was really glad when you clipped it. And what are some of the other sounders that we use on the board here on the Outsider Social Club? Well, every now and then... A person, unbeknownst to them, that they were even in the conversation, they get hit with a little something, and we have a sounder for that, and it's called Catching a Stray. Catching a Stray. 
Yeah, I believe that sounder was initially created in one of the first episodes of The Outsider Social Club when Tom Petty brutally caught a stray for a situation he had nothing to do with. What's the next one on the list? Well, Ron, it's, I know one of our guests' favorite sounders of all the sounders. Uh, that guest would be Rob Snow. Uh, and his favorite sounder is the visual gag on an audio format. No one gets the joke. Visual gag on an audio format. Nobody gets the joke. That's true. And this crew was very, very good for not respecting the boundaries between sight and sound and leaving our podcast listeners completely in the dark. So we had to come up with a sounder that would not only let the listener know that they're missing out on a vital part of the joke, but also try to shame the rest of the Outsider Social Club crew into not using so many visual jokes. That, that has happened to minimal success. That's right, Ron. Here at the Outsider Social Club, the level of impairment seems to blur the senses together so you can't tell what you are seeing, smelling, hearing, or touching. And it all just mashes together like a bowl of potatoes. Somewhere around beer seven, I believe uh, everyone starts pointing out backgrounds and other visual jokes. That seems to be the line. And the next one on the list is, it is one that we do get some mileage out of, but only when Joe Vegas is in the, in the crew. That's right, Ron. The reason for that is Joe, when it seems like someone is about to leave, he likes to ask them to have one more drink. And so for that reason, we decided to have a sounder called One More Drink. One more drink. And as I stated, really only using that sounder when Joe Vegas is in the crew. But we do get mileage out of it when he is around. And speaking of having more drinks, uh, that ties into our next sounder. What have you got next on the list, Hashi? Well, like you said, Ron, when people have a lot of drinks, they tend to have to urinate. And so that is why a urination declaration was in order. And we have the pee break sounder. Let the decree go forth. It is time to pee. That one definitely makes an appearance in almost every episode. Very vital sounder here on the Outsider Social Club. Quite vital indeed, Ron. And not as vital to our day-to-day -day operations, but some of our longer sounders are going to round out the list. Uh, what is, what's next for our listeners, Hashi? Well, Ron, for the next sounder, we had a very special guest vocalist do this one for us, and that is Michael McDonald. And Michael decided to, you know, he decided to give us something that we all needed, and that was a sounder for a little something called a recap. And the reason that we need a recap is often in these podcast recordings that sometimes last three to four hours. Occasionally, we need to remember what it is we talked about because, like we mentioned with the inebriation levels, sometimes people forget. over-unders and other shenanigans throughout the episode, sometimes we forget to, to circle back and complete what we've started. So just so those don't go to waste, the recap sounder is a great way to tie those back in. And in fact, sometimes when I'm super high during recording, I will actually mute myself and just listen to the recap sounder. It's a pretty good sounder, Ron. And I just want to say thank you to Michael for stooping down to our level and giving us 
Such a beautiful sound. His voice is truly angelic. And speaking of special guests making some sounders for us, the next one on the list is definitely a point of pride here at the Outsider Social Club. That's right, Ron. For those of you who love the Golden Girls, you might like this one. And that is from the pu- beautiful, crooning, dulcet tones, once again, of Rob Snow and his beautiful flowing locks. He decided to give us thank you for being a guest. Thank you for being a guest. Coming on a pod and shipping in. Words are proof. You are the greatest guest of them all. And one of my favorite, favorite sounders to run, especially when we have a guest, because that's the only time it makes any sense. But yeah, it's a great way to round out an episode. And the show description says, thank you for being a guest. As you pointed out, Rob's brilliant vocals really tie in at home. And and the, the problem with the guest sounder is that sometimes by the end of the episode, I'm too drunk to remember to play it. So So sometimes... We've got to be reminded, but always a favorite here on the OSC. That can, will, and often does happen. And the other longer form sounder that we use, what, what, what it rounds out the list of long sounders, Hash? Well, as if one sounder from the blue-eyed king of soul, Michael McDonald, wasn't enough, he decided to come back and bless us with a second sounder and that sounder is how do you want to attack it one of my favorite bits here on the outsider social club is when we have an impromptu a subject that we all have to pitch in on and we call that attacking the subject and, and that sound is just a great way, not only to alert the audience that we are in the middle of this bit, but to also keep our drunken crew on task so that they can actually take turns and complete the thing without switching topics to another subject and starting us all over, which was a big problem. Taking turns is hard, Ron, especially when you're drunk. Yes, that's true. Why well, finish what you started when you can just switch subjects and move on to something else before everyone's had a chance? That's... That's another point of pride here in the OSC. And speaking of points of pride, I think probably one of the most well-known sounders and definitely one of my favorites is the one that rounds out the list. Why don't you tell the listeners about that? Well, Ron, this is a staple of the Outsiders Social Club, and without it, we would not be the same. That's true. All, all the other sounders, they're, they're just extra ingredients, but this one is the protein of the burger. Protein of the taco. This is the gurgling of the gut, so to speak. This one is Troy's magnum opus. That is, you've been muted. You've been muted! Oh, yes. Probably my personal favorite of all of the OSC sounders. Again, this is another one that was rooted in practicality, as the listeners have no idea when Troy has muted one of us drunken bastards. So uh, the best way to let not only the crew, but also the podcast listeners know that someone has been silenced was to make a sounder and let everyone know that someone has, in fact, been muted. That's right, Ron, and sometimes it happens in the most opportune or most inopportune times. That is the beauty of the mute. You just never know. <clears throat> Damn it. <clears throat> Do you need to smoke more or have you smoked too much? <laughs> it has been a while, actually. I don't think I've smoked in, in hours. I should, should have to glue some of that back into my windpipe where it, where it feels, feels yeah, you know, at home. Tamp it down, you know, the smoke yeah. pushes it to the, to the bottom. And it makes it stick in the lungs so it can't escape into my esophagus and, and mess with my uh, uh, golden voiceovers. 
That or it'll uh, bring it back up and make you cough it out. One of the two. One way or the other. Yeah, we'll get we'll get it taken care of with a little bit of drugs. Well, Ron, out of all the things that the Outsiders Social Club brings to the table, the Sounders really tie the room together. That's true. We really wouldn't be the podcast that we are without the Sounders. And in fact, um, that was highlighted by some of our last guests. We had experts in the field of sound. Yeti Blanc and Andrew Streeter were both on here. They've both contributed audio and Sounders to the Dan Lebitard show. So two guys that know what they're talking about spoke very highly of the OSC Sounders. And that's a point of pride for me. Yes, it is, Ron. Something very special to hear compliments from such distinguished gentlemen. What a great, great set of sounders. Before we wrap this up, do you have a personal favorite amongst these sounders or maybe one that we didn't touch on? Well, Ron, I'd have to say that hearing those beautiful windpipes tell us about how we need a recap, Michael McDonald is truly my favorite. That is definitely one of the favorites of the entire crew. We've actually had requests to upload that to, to SoundCloud or another place where, where people could listen to the recap sounder, maybe as they're recapping their work day in the car on the way home, or, or who knows. It's just perfect for recapping anything you need to recap. It really is, Ron. I can't say how, enough about how much I just love it. And I will just say I would be remiss if I didn't throw on the end of this list one of my favorites um, from last year, which which uh, actually has not yet made their debut on the OSC podcast. But the giblet sounder should be making its debut here shortly in the next few weeks on the Outsider Social Club. You know what I always say? Giblets. Giblets. That's true, Ron. And actually, now that you do mention the giblet sounder, it brought my memory back to life. And I have to say that another one of my favorite sounders, probably my new favorite sounder, would have to be Moments of Zen with none other than Jesse the Mind Ventura. And now, Daily Affirmations with former professional wrestler and governor of the state of Minnesota, Jesse the Body Ventura. This too shall pass. And then some other bullshit will come and take its place. It never fucking ends. And that was Daily Affirmations with Jesse the Body Ventura. Those really do, really do calm me down and center me in what can be a very, very chaotic recording process. It's it's your little moment of zen on the Outsider Social Club and a new favorite of the Sounder List. Jesse is... Just like Michael, uh, he is, you know, a very large celebrity, and it is amazing to have him take part in the Outsiders Social Club and show us his respect with so many beautiful sound bites. It does ground me very, very much in, in the midst of the chaos. What a what a great bunch of sounders we've got here on the Outsider Social Club. Hashi, thanks for coming in and sharing this with our audience. And thank you, Ron. Make sure you keep it up, keep rocking, keep rolling. Man, those sounders are fun. But not every comedic device on the Outsider Social Club has an accompanying sound. So let's introduce Justin to talk about some of the recurring bits on the pod that lack their own imaging. For now, anyway. That's right, Ron. We have a rich tapestry of sounds and hilarity on this podcast. Mm. But some jokes either don't lend themselves to sound or, or frankly, they stand up on their own. No sounder needed. Well, that sounds great. Why don't you tell us about a few of those? I mean, we have to start with where it always starts. The dog barking. That dog, even though it's a rich sympathy of sound, man, does he lend himself some, some drinks. That is a staple here on the OSC pod, right in the introduction. It is part of our over-under original game, and that's also something we need to talk about. Our random over-unders. The dog is not a random because he's always a staple, but yes. we have lots of random over-unders. Coley snorts, bong rips, you name it. There's random over-unders here. 
Yeah, you never quite know what's going to be coming over under. Anything could happen. That's part of the fun here on the Outsider Social Club. And speaking of something that we always bring up, or at least Joe does, at least the crew's age in this podcast. That's true. Who's the oldest? Who's the youngest? Don't worry. Joe Vegas will tell you. Yeah, if you're a regular listener, you should now be able to place us all chronologically because this has come up so much. It's a great recurring bit. It is. You know what else is? Not only our age, but our height. Who's oh. tallest? Who's over 5'8"? Who's over 6 feet? Mm. Again, it's- Joe Vegas will let us all know. You should also be able to sort us uh, in order of height if you're a regular listener. I keep saying it. Joe Vegas. Who's that guy? He's our gambling expert. Joe's gambling randomness on the podcast. That's a reoccurring bit that never gets old because, let's face it, he's degenerate. He doesn't win very often. He's he's never going to stop. So we thought, why why don't we just fold this right on into the show and, and make Joe's compulsive gambling just another one of the bits here on the Outsider Social Club. I got to tell you, Ron, that bit's not going to die. But you know what is or not going to die neither? Spoiler alert. He's dead. And that is none other than our great Troy, godfather of drinks, bringing it back to whoever has been dead or not dead or we don't even know yet. But spoiler alert, he is dead. Yes, Troy does love to remind us all anytime we've mentioned someone who is deceased in a a great recurring bit. Yes, and sometimes we misspeak and uh, might kill some people without uh, actually being dead. But speaking of misspeaking... (laughs) Who can forget Jike's mispronouncing words? Oh, that truly is his wheelhouse. In fact, on the last uh, few episodes to come out with Yeti Blanc, he mispronounces something in the cold open before he's even begun drinking. So it's, it's just a fantastic organic bit here on the OSC. He's not a caterpillarist or a big <laughs> fan of caterpillism, but it's true. You know what? He probably doesn't like us talking about him. You know what else that means? That's no slander. That's that's something that we reoccurs over and over again. It goes hand in hand a little bit, Ron, with your consternation. We can't have any consternation in this podcast. We can't have that's any slander true. in this podcast. Yeah, we do slander many, many people. Some deserved, uh, but many of them are not. And that's when you will hear one of the crew yell, I'll stand for no blank slander. Just a great little recurring bit. And maybe the greatest bit of all is the slander we gave against none other than Mr. Fred Rogers. Mm, And I will stand for no Fred Rogers slander. Speaking of Fred Rogers, what are we doing here? That's a great reoccurring bit. What are we doing here? Whether it is no consternation or no slander, we are asked a lot by Yikes Mountain. What are we doing here? Yeah, that's true. And, And we don't always know what it is that we are doing here. And uh, it's become such a catchphrase for yikes that now many of the other crew have adopted using it. It's just a great recurring bit. It's catchy. I know we've talked about this visual gag and audio format. You can see me right now, Ron. Am I wearing sleeves? I am not wearing (laughs) sleeves. That's true. That is a recurring bit, whether I do or do not have sleeves. Spoiler alert, my sleeves are dead. That's true. Just... That sometimes, uh, <clears throat> damn, this happened to me with Ashy. I can't smoke right before. Speaking of drugs, Ron, are you going to do drugs about it? Because that seems to be a reoccurring bit, is you doing drugs about it. That is true. Another one that uh, we've never bothered to make a sounder for because I just take care of that uh, live at the time. And uh, that that is my catchphrase lately is... Some sort of consternation happens, and I'll just say, hey, I'm going to do drugs about it. It's a great recurring bit. I think the sounder alone that we just need is your long, aggressive, aggressive bong rips. <laughs> yeah, some of those. That's another recurring bit that happens on the show and, and does play into some of the over-unders. You know, it also is a recurring bit that you have now brought into a the the uh, forefront here with bong rips something you made on the podcast a gravity bong it's also your alibi and your scapegoat of your murder den behind you <laughs> do love to get some good audio on the podcast and whether it's a blender a drill or a, a set of electric hair clippers 
Uh, we're bringing the sound effects here on the Outsider Social Club. And I do got two more to talk about, just to be on the lookout, as they might be recurring bits. Uh, you disappearing from the podcast for sometimes hours, sometimes even days. We didn't know if you were alive. Mm, that's true. And then yikes falling asleep. It seems to be reoccurring and it might happen more often the longer we go in these, these sessions. So these are two things to re to, to look for, uh, for reoccurring bits, because if I have a guess and if I'm going to gamble like Joe Vegas, I'd hammer the over. This will happen many more times. Yes. Many, many recurring bits here on the outsider social club. So if you're not caught up, that should bring you up to speed for everything you need to know for all the shenanigans going on around here. Thanks, Justin. We love a good callback here. And now we can add our newest callback. Me asking you to go to Venmo and support the show. Simply find the Venmo account RJT243 and contribute to the shenanigans. We're happy with any amount you choose to donate, even as little as a dollar. And if you contribute $5, we will mention you on the podcast. And if you contribute $10, we'll make that mention a positive one. And we'll give you the no slander guarantee. Your money can help support my stevia addiction. We're down to the last member of the OSC crew. So we're going to bring in Joe Vegas to discuss some of the top moments of the year. What a year it's been, Joe. Is this then- calendar year or the last 365 days? Yes. Um, <laughs> and I remember very little. Do you have any moments you can spark my memory this- you were a bad choice to do the recap for the year, but but let's roll on. Some of my favorite moments, um, most of them actually have to do with Yikes Mountain. Um, so we'll start with some of my shenanigans. Uh, there was the time I busted out the drill and made a gravity bong live on the pod. That was one of my favorites. That was good. That was definitely good. Yeah. Necessitated by a trip to the dentist and... You know how that goes. So. I kind of don't remember the lead up to it, though, but I remember that. So that was the highlight. Yes, no smoking or no suction after you have a tooth removed. So uh, I made a gravity bong so that I didn't have to use suction. Okay, I got one, actually, um, if I may. I remember the NBA draft, which was pretty fun, um, in which Yikes declared everyone an all-star. Of course, you know, mm. these are Yikes-centric memories. But also, I think that was also the one I made myself nearly sick with McDonald's, a filet fish and a McChicken, and a fry, and a soda, which I refused to leave any of. I had to drink all of it, um, or I felt like I was failing. So That know. was, uh, yeah, the NBA draft where we did fast food as well. Actually, the same episode as the Gravity Bong, so... Quite a quite an episode right there. Wait, that was the same one? Same episode. Oh, wow, I would have failed that that test or that yeah. uh, question on the quiz. And that's just one episode of this season of the Outsiders Social Club. We also had uh, the time where Yikes Mountain literally fell asleep in his bed, and we uh, continued to podcast while Yikes slept right in view of the camera. Now, I was going to say the one where Yikes fell down. Mm. Um, but I think that was last fall. So I thought, I think maybe that was not eligible. No, that was actually March when we had Sid and Lauren. Yes. It was, it was the Idaho friends. Yes. That was, uh, yikes showed up already drunk. That wasn't uh, in the fall. That was March. Yeah. That was right before the, uh, we did all of the neighbor and mustache brackets. Do you see what happens to the brain? Um, Great season. I also enjoyed the, the, I'll give this one the most pleasant surprise award was the, uh, the different houses of fictional characters on TV shows or the different bedrooms or whatever. That one ended up being enjoyable and strong. Um, I, I also enjoyed that. I, I could just be a participant. You know, I, I, I enjoyed the summer of 98 movies one, but man, I really had to do a lot of work with that one. And I kind of, you know, wish I could just have uh, chilled and lean back and, you know, uh, let someone else do the heavy lifting. So, um, so yeah, another good one. And then yeah. how can I leave out the time I was high on mushrooms? <laughs> well, I just want to say that I completely agree 
on the bedroom episode. Once we got the visual aids, great, great uh, segment, which that was also the night of the chips when I loudly uh, crunched a bag of chips into the microphone. Uh, which has become the a staple. List. A staple now. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, believe the time I was on mushrooms might have been the beginning of my feud with Rob. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yes. It was so, the end of one of our trivia episodes. Rob Snow was there. So it's, yeah. And the, the summer of 98 movies really enjoyed that one. Um, I, I am disappointed that I wasn't, I didn't stick around. I didn't realize you had taken mushrooms, but on listening back to the audio, I can actually hear it in your voice while I'm still there. If I would have thought there was even a small chance <laughs> that that change in your voice meant you were tripping. I would have stuck around. Huh. I would maybe like to go over that sometime and you can run it by me when you hear it in my voice. Maybe I hear it also, you know, you I, hear, uh, your voice drops a little bit. You get a little more bass. You sound like someone who is tripping my friend. Well, all I do really remember specifically was being, you know, enthralled with color the different mm-hmm. the colors were just really getting to me so um I w- and this was a good this was a good trip as you know i la- later had a very bad one so this was a this was a positive one i guess you could say yeah and these are all things that we've had in season one one of the outsider social club um one of the other ones on the list um uh, again don't want to bring it back to myself but the night that I totally walked off camera and never came back. Um, wow. I enjoyed like a, that one. Also, yeah. we didn't, we, we're not really sure. I would include with that the time that you came back in after you looked like you had just ax murdered someone to death. I, I, I did do a lot of pre podcast napping this season, which yeah. was interesting. Uh, yeah. I come in well, looking like a drifter. And, and now that we're, we're talking about it, I, I just, my, I think the number one highlight for me was Amin El Hassan hanging out with us for like three hours because mm-hmm. he was procrastinating getting to work. <laughs> he, I mean, we had had Zach Harper on, who was amazing. It was clear that Amin wanted to outdo Zach, which he did, but then just decided, ah, yes. screw it. I'll stay on another two hours with you guys and just shoot the breeze, shoot the shit. Like we got to talk about basically anything we wanted to talk about, um, with the guy. We went over shows. We went over all kinds of awesome stuff. And he seemed like he was having a good time hanging out with us. And, of course, he uh, then sparked a feud with you, which I loved. You two getting into it with each other was incredible. I I did my damnedest to establish a fake feud with Amin. And uh, he didn't go for it at first, but we did talk him into it. So uh, definitely a very, very great guest for interaction with the crew. Nothing was off topic. He let he he talked about anything, um, and and interacted. It was it was fantastic, and uh, he should quit stealing my stuff. I mean, the second he asked if anyone was older than you, I could just, I could just see it. I could just see it on your face. You were like, "Oh, it's on, motherfucker." And that's actually why I've moved the camera closer so I don't look so blurry and old. That's uh, fuck but, you. Uh, I'm coming for you. <laughs> what a great season. But but you alluded to it earlier, and we would be remiss if we didn't close in on the time that Yikes Mountain sneezed into legend. What what a great <laughs> gr- great night. Um, our man, Yikes Mountain, I believe this was that same, yeah, the Sid, uh, session. He, he sneezed and knocked himself forward. And then he sneezed again and blew himself backwards <laughs> and crashed out of the camera onto the floor. Absolute highlight of the year. I believe uh, there's a clip on YouTube. I'll have to double check that. Yeah. Gilbert Graves. Wow. He was supposed to play young son. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, we lost Yates! Where'd he go? Visual gag on an audio format. Nobody gets the joke. Are you okay, my brother? 
Dusty. The sneeze got you. I wish we were. I wish we were video. All right, who's back? You're right. I wish I was recording my stream. Like, I feel like we should do a recap of the Okay, hold on, hold on. I have one question. I have one question before we get back in anything else. Did you come back up with a different hat on? <laughs> I did. Get this one up. Troy messaged me and said, you got to get in here. Yikes is fucked up. And I had not seen this at this point. I hadn't, I hadn't seen Yikes like this. I mean, I we I love Yikes, of course, but I hadn't seen him this level of drunk. And then when I got there, woof, boy, he was he was on fire. And the best part is he had actually sobered up a little bit by then. He came in hammered at 6 p.m. his time and actually sobered up as the episode went. So by the time uh, he came in at about an eight, and by the time he fell down, he was at about a seven. So it was it was great, great drunk yikes. One of my favorite favorite things from the year. And I will say one last thing I do have to say. My highlight, my own personal highlight, is of course the time I uh, affected the outcome of a vote and convinced enough people that Fred Rogers indeed was not the wonderful man that uh, he truly was. And it affected the outcome and Ned Flanders won the uh, best neighbor contest. And it really made a lot of people, really made a lot of people angry. And uh, still, yeah. And I'm, I'm really proud of that. Actually. I'm actually really proud of having, I think even someone on Twitter said they were really angry at that outcome. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't, I, I don't claim to have affected it 100%, but if I did in any way affect the outcome of that by insinuating something, uh, very bad that Fred knows that he did, he knows he did it by the way, then, uh, you know, so be it. Well, that brings us to the end of the pledge drive, but on our way out, Troy, what are some of your highlights from year one? Oh my God, you're wrong. What a great year, right? At some point, the yikes sneeze was fantastical. And also, we brought in a few people who, uh, you know, the non podcasting thing came back out and talked to us. I feel like this might end up being one of the best moments. Troy, super drunk. Something that only happened once during the season that I recall. I think now we have time number two, and that makes me very, very happy. Wait, what was time number one? Because I've hung out with Troy a bunch of times, and I have yet to see it. There was a night we lost him on camera altogether for a while. It was... I can't remember when that was. It was early early in the year. You can say also... So once again, that Venmo is RJT243, and you'll see the Half-Assed Podcast logo. We appreciate any amount you can pitch in to help keep the quality content coming. So for the OSC crew, I'm Drinks with Ron, and this is the Outsider Social Club Podcast. You're listening to the Outsider Social Club on the Half-Assed Podcast Network, you beta-lib cuck.